Read noise, I hate you. Welcome to the Leading Lady Club. We are your hosts. I'm Caitlin. I'm Lauren. And welcome to the show. We're excited you all joined us today. We have to say we're both uh, a little on the tired side today. Um, Still. (laughs) Still recovering because we just recently got back from our girl Shahana's bachelorette party in Miami. You guys are loyal listeners of the pod, especially season one of the pod. You know Shahana because A, she was a guest on the podcast and B, she used to come on and do her Shahana's soapbox segments a lot. We haven't had her on recently because homegirl's been a little busy getting her grad school degree and planning a wedding, which is, you know, fair. Yeah, master's degree. I don't know why I call it grad grad school degree. degree. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. I I couldn't think of what it was called. And I just like was saying that. And then I was like, I don't know about that. Grad school degree. Grad school degree. You know, she got her degree from grad school. I mean, she did. That is a thing. That wasn't incorrect. I think we should start calling it grad school degree. I think so too. But anyway, um, so we went to Miami for her bachelorette party this past weekend. And oh my gosh, it was so much fun. We ate a lot of tacos. We had we so many tacos. danced and sang. We sang Dancing Queen a lot. We sang we sure and danced did. to early 2000s like Disney Channel songs. We There's sure a lot did. of like Cheetah Girls and Miley Cyrus and Ellie and AJ. So many early 2000s rom-coms. This, this bachelorette party was early 2000s themed, if you didn't mm-hmm. pick up on that. So we all wore butterfly clips in our hair when we went out. Did a lot of dancing, lots of early 2000s rom-coms. We ate cosmic brownies and well, I didn't. I'm I hungry, but so many cosmic brownies. I ate enough for they both ate, of us. So and we fine. ate gushers and like we had Capri Suns. Like we had all the things, like it was very nostalgic of like our early 2000s childhood that we lived. Um, so it was just so fun. We had lip smackers and oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I already said the butterfly clips. We just all the things, all the early 2000s things. Um, very fun ladies filled weekend. So fun. All the leading ladies were there. Um, so it was a good time, but anyway, we had a lot, we had a lot in, at least for me in the wedding vein, because we have Shahana's bachelorette and her wedding in august my sister recently just got engaged she's getting yes. married next year congrats meg so yay meg so yay. we've got lots of of wedding lots of Boom. bridesmaids and ladies celebrating ladies so i've got one of my friends from high school is getting yeah. married i almost said next month this month wow it is june now um yeah so many oh, weddings Reagan. i was like who is it? yeah my friend reagan shout out reagan <laughs> at uh, first i thought it was molly i was like it's not molly i know it's not molly gosh no not yet don't marry her off yet i need her um but she'll be in the wedding she's a bridesmaid so if you yeah. listened again to season one my friend molly donovan who was one of our guests she actually gave reagan a shout out when we asked her about leading ladies in her life yeah. so there you go it all comes full circle baby all the leading ladies. Um, anyway, so happy wedding season. We hope you're all. We are truly in the wedding season we of our lives. We are in the 
thick of it. So if you're yes. in your mid twenties, like us, and all your friends are starting to get married and you're single Pringles, just like us with absolutely zero, um, prospects on the horizon, you know what? You just hang in there, boo-boo, because it's going to be okay. You are probably very smart and lovely and kind and successful, and you don't need a man or a woman to complete you. So you just keep doing you. And if you get married, great. And if you don't, also great. So you just keep doing you, boo-boo. Live your life, baby. Live your life. Um, On that note, someone who is living her best life, that was a good nice. segue. That I'm getting better. It only you are getting better. It's two seasons. All, practice makes perfect, baby. Practice makes perfect. I'm finally starting to get better at the cheesy segues. Um, but anyway, cheesy I am, but like natural. That's yeah, the key. There is a the balance. Key. There's yeah. Sometimes they're not so natural, but sometimes they're just very cheesy. <laughs> I can't help it if I'm cheesy. Okay. Um, so today's guest, I am very excited to introduce. Her name is Samantha Zink, and she is the CEO and founder of Zink Talent, which we're going to let her tell you about. It's basically a talent agency for influencers, which is really cool and very like kind of a specific market that I feel like needs to be tapped into more. And we talk a lot with her about that and kind of what people need to know more about that side of the industry. But she created this company from the ground up, is completely self-made, is just a queen of work-life balance. And um, it was so much fun to talk with her. Before she started her company, she actually actually worked as a fashion publicist. So she kind of worked in the world of fashion and did New York Fashion Week and all, you know, that sort of side of things, which is really interesting and was so much fun to hear about. So she is a total boss lady. I am so excited for you guys to hear what she has to say. I think you will all learn a lot and be very inspired. After talking with her, I literally was like, I think I need to go start like a company or do something inspiring. I don't know. Um, so I'm very, very excited to introduce her. So without further ado, here she is. Is Samantha Zink. Hi, Samantha. How are you? So excited to have you with us today. Hey, thank you. I'm doing so well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. I know I'm bummed Lauren couldn't be here for this one because I'm really excited to hear um, about your journey and your business and all of this. So she's missing out, but that's okay. We're gonna have we're gonna have a good time. Um, but we love to kind of start by asking our guests we, we kind of like to know how they got their start in their industry and in their company um we're really curious about that because we have a lot of people who maybe started out in one career field and then took like a total left turn into a completely different industry so um with you know was fashion and talent and modeling were those things you were always interested in or was that something you kind of you know discovered a passion for a little bit later yeah so um right out of college i moved to new york city and I interned at a fashion PR agency. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, and I interned and really worked my way to the top um, throughout eight years. So I was working with obviously a lot of fashion designers. I was working with models and celebrities and influencers weren't as, you know, relevant and popular in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, I think people were not ready to give them a chance yet. <laughs> this yeah. is back in 2012, 2013. Um, and towards the middle and end of my fashion PR career, I saw influencers taking off and I saw the opportunity 
there and how it was, you know, modern day marketing. And that's where the direction was going in the industry. So I've always been really interested in this space. Um, I just, I find it so fun. I love the glitz and glam of New York and LA. I come from a small town, upstate New York. So it's always been really exciting for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that's so true that influencers have just kind of really become a big part of the marketing and social media industry in the past, I don't know, maybe five or 10 years, which is really interesting because now it's like they're everywhere. That is such a huge part of of how things are are sold and advertised now. And it's like you can't ignore that kind of demographic of social media because um, it's it's so ingrained now, I feel like, in our our day-to-day scrolling, which is really interesting how that kind of came about. And it's really cool that you've been in this industry long enough to kind of see the beginning of that and see it see it grow. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because um, in the beginning of my career, the fashion designers and brands, they never paid influencers. There was no um, paying them for collaborations. Maybe we would send them product or clothing and they were absolutely not allowed to sit, you know, in in New York fashion week or fashion month in general. Right. Um, And now they're front row and now they're being dressed by the the designers. So I think in the beginning, like I said, that nobody, people kind of thought it was funny, you know, Mm -hmm. bloggers, and they didn't take them seriously. And now, you know, they're kind of single-handedly running the industry. So yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's really interesting. Um, So before we kind of move on to talking about your current business, I would really love to hear a little bit more as your time uh, about your time as a fashion publicist. So I know you kind of touched on that briefly, but what was that experience like? And gosh, I can't imagine like getting to go to fashion week. And I mean, I bet there's kind of highs and lows. I bet it's not as glamorous from, you know, as it seems from the outside, but what was that uh, period of time in your career like? Yeah, um, I grew up watching Laguna Beach, The Hills. Um, yes. They were all in the fashion world, you know, fashion publicists and um, merchandising and stuff like that and working for magazines. So I watched the show and I was like, okay, I, I understand that um, it's a little cutthroat, but I'm ready. You yeah. know, I was 18, yeah. I was, um, 18 to 21 and I just knew I wanted to be in that industry. Mm-hmm. But then when I finally started interning, Um, And of course, I didn't have any previous experience. I moved to New York City and I was, I would do anything to be a fashion, you know, uh, PR intern. And I started and it was looking back. Now I have a business. I have interns thinking about what I was doing was kind of crazy. You know, I was not do I was not learning by any means. I was organizing the fashion closet I was running all over New York City delivering lookbooks. I was getting coffee for my bosses. I was doing all of the work that they did not want to do. Mm-hmm. I even planned one of my boss's birthday parties. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but you know, you're young and you're ambitious. Yeah. And you're like, I will do anything for this yeah. opportunity. Um, and <laughs> I think that my um, ambition and drive really, you know, had shown through and they hired me. And I, I started as a coordinator. Um, and throughout my career in fashion PR, I did go honestly, from agency to agency to agency, because I knew I was great at it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had such great synergy synergy with the clients and I had drive and I loved it. I loved this space. I love everything about it, but it just, it wasn't an ethical space. You know, um, my bosses would make me stay in the office until they left, even if I didn't have work. And sometimes that would be eight, 9 PM. Sometimes they worked on the weekends. I was underpaid, overworked, Um, I, it was hard to even have a life, you know, I was in my early twenties in New York city. I wanted to make friends go out date and I was just brutally exhausted. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I still see that turnover too, you know, now that I'm on the other side, I do see that people in fashion PR are pure in general. It's like, they're not treated well. And, um, it's just, you know what I mean? They're like trying to find, an agency that they're happy in. Mm -hmm. And so I loved the idea of it. And I loved meeting celebrities and the opportunity. But overall, I just was never happy. And I was always trying to find happiness and find money. I didn't have, I was living paycheck to paycheck. (laughs) So all of my friends would go to the Hamptons and I'm looking at my bank account thinking, I just don't even think I can, you know, get one night there. Um, I always wanted more for myself. I wanted, um, I'm a Taurus. I love materialistic things. I wanted to travel. I wanted to have nice things. And in that career, while I loved the space of fashion, New York city, um, and working with designers, very talented designers. Um, it just wasn't, I I wasn't able to have a life, you know, working too much and didn't have money from it. So, um, yeah, it just, it is what it is you know, I, I think it was a great experience and it brought me to where I am today. Um, but I wish that the agencies did, you know, did it better, did it right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I feel like I've learned from doing this podcast and talking with so many people who, like I said, have maybe gone from one career to the next, or maybe, you know, the first job or two that they started out in. I feel like even if it's not always the best experience 100% of the time, it always teaches you something. And it usually is kind of the foundation or the building blocks to, like you said, where you end up in your career or, you know, if you create a business or your own path. Um, and so speaking of that, I feel like maybe that led to you starting Zinc Talent. So will you tell us a little bit more about your company? What exactly you guys do? Maybe kind of, you know, your values and mission statement um because uh, I'm really interested to hear about how you took your experience and and made it better so if you asked me when I was in fashion PR that I would have a business <laughs> I mean it just it blows my mind because that was never the game plan you yeah. know I always knew I loved what I was doing and I just felt in my heart if I found the right agency who treated their employees well and paid me well that mm-hmm. I would just I would stay in that space that industry and rise to the top and all my friends were in the industry so having a business was never the plan yeah um, but I got to my last year in fashion PR and I loved working with influencers so they kind of took me from media to working on all of the influencer um, collaborations and scouting influencers to collaborate with. So I was on the brand side and I loved it. You know, I planned all the influencer dinners. I made friends with them. I was their age. And I just, when they 
created the post on their Instagram, I thought it was art. I was like, this is so cool that you took, you know, the fashion designers clothing or the products and you turned it into this. It's beautiful. I always was so passionate about it. And I would tell the um, agencies that I worked at, I'm like, listen, media is dying. Influencers are rising. You need to listen to me. And they were also like old school traditional. They're like, no, we need to, the clients want to be in Vogue magazine or like, on the news or, you know, ABC, I don't know. I was so outdated. And I was like, you guys, influencers are it. You need to listen to me. And no one would listen. They literally all dismissed me. No one took me seriously. Um, But I was able to work with influencers, which was awesome. So New York Fashion Week, um, it's September and I'm working with the influencers, getting them to the shows and everything. And we, Fashion Week, first of all, you were asking. It's horrible. It's not, it's not fun. Oh, I remember no. working the shows until 5 a.m. Um, because after the shows, we had to work with the photographers and make sure we had all of the shots. Um, and then I had to be at the office at 7 a.m. Oh, my and gosh. So, yeah, and we balanced, like, 40 shows. Um, wow. It was it's crazy. So I was run down and I was working New York Fashion Week and I was handling all the influencers attending and the collaborations. We had um, a few co- collaborations going live and I was so run down on the subway. And I remember it was kind of weird saying it, but I had an epiphany. <laughs> I was on the subway and with my colleague Katie at the time. And I was like, Katie, you know, we're paying these influencers so much money. I'm going to, and I'm friends with them now. I'm friendly with them now. I'm going to manage influencers. Um, And then I got back to the office right then and there. And in my laptop, I had so much work to do with fashion week, but I just (laughs) honed in on my, on my vision and my dream. And I was like, let's do it. Okay. What do I do? Um, And I started everything that day. Wow. Um, Yeah. And I, I had influencers just from networking and working with. So I was like, you know what? I know how to execute a partnership because I do it on the brand side mm-hmm. and I know they don't have management because I'm working with them with these collaborations. So I was like, after fashion week, I'm going to ask them to get coffee and just kind of like throw out the idea, you know? Yeah. Um, and it all kind of progressed from there. I started it as a side hustle. So I was still in my nine to five, by no means could I leave and just take on this dream of mine. Um, I utilized all of my contacts and friends because I didn't have money. So I needed to get an email address. I did that. I needed a, a website, an Instagram, a logo. I had graphic designer friends. I paid my friend Kiefer $60 for a logo that I used up until last year. And I created a website by myself, you know, squarespace.com. I figured it out yeah. and it took these influence. And so I just had something to show. Mm-hmm. And then the name, it kind of took me a little bit to get to Zinc Talent. I was, I knew I wanted my last name and it was kind of going back and forth. Um, and yeah, just all of these steps. And I would educate myself. I would Google how to start a business. I would listen mm-hmm. to podcasts. Um, I would read books um, by entrepreneurs and just really like learn this space before I dove in. And then I started taking them to coffee and I had this whole pitch and I would buy them a coffee, which I think I charged to my agency at the time. <laughs> and I was like, listen, I know you don't have management. It's a lot. I feel confident that I can get you opportunities and collaborations with my connections and my skill set. 
And I had this whole pitch and they didn't even, they were like, well, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> You're like, I have 10 more minutes left in my pitch. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You have a million followers and you're just going to trust me like that. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I got um, two to uh, two to three clients, so mm-hmm. to speak. By no means were they contracted or anything. Right. And I started pitching them out. I knew how to, I knew how to pitch from PR and um, I started it as a side hustle. So my nine to five, sometimes in the work day when my bosses weren't looking, I would, you know, work on my business. I had two tabs open, fashion yep. um, PR in the office. And then my tab, my secret tab, you know, of building my business. I came home after work every night and worked on it more. I worked on the weekends and I just, yeah, I, I started securing collaborations and I realized how easy it was to get money over an email with my skill set. Then working for someone else that, you know, no matter how hard I worked, it was the same paycheck biweekly for a year. Yeah. So I didn't know when to leave and by no means was I close. But one day, I think two months after starting it, um, my boss completely flipped on me and yelled at me in front of the whole agency. I did nothing wrong. She was just um, honestly, she should have retired. She was getting to that age. And clients in fashion PR, they're always upset because we always oversell and under deliver. <laughs> so she was yelling at me in front of the whole office and people are like, are you okay? And I just had a moment where I asked the universe, I said, okay, listen, am I supposed to leave right now and take on Zinc Talent full-time? If like, if I am, show me a sign and I'm like, show me one, one, one. You know, I'm very spiritual. So I just kind of left it in the universe's hands and I carried on with my day. I got over it. I have such thick skin right now, or just in general from being in that industry. Yeah. And I went to lunch and I looked at my phone and it said 111. And I'm like, we're, we're doing this. We're going, we're, we're, we're walking out. Okay. Um, and I got back to my desk and I texted all my friends. I'm like, do I do this? Because I had, I knew in my mind that I had the clients and if I left, it was a high risk, but I spent all day and all night and every weekend pitching, I could make enough money to survive. Mm-hmm. So I went to my desk and they're like, do it. You know, my girlfriends are just never rational. They're just always <laughs> believing in me. Yeah. Um, and they're like, just leave. So I was like, this lady has treated me so poorly throughout my career at this agency that, you know, I just grabbed my stuff and they thought I went to lunch and I never came back. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> Talk about adrenaline. Yeah. You know, it was the highest roller coaster. <laughs> wow. <laughs> biggest drop. And I came, I went home and I didn't start right away. I needed a day to kind of just digest it all. Yeah. And the next day was like a Wednesday and I was fully in it. Fully That's in it. incredible. Wow. Yeah. And like, what a story of perseverance and hard work, you know, even after putting in long, long hours coming home and still working on your business, working on the weekends when I'm sure, you know, you were young and I'm sure all your friends were going out and having a good time. And you were like, no, I'm going to make a future for myself and this is what it's going to take to do it. So, wow, that's really incredible. What a great story. Um, (laughs) I have I have one more question though about the business. I I know you it says, you know, on your website that you guys really 
want to foster an environment of like work-life balance and you know just kind of positivity and it seems like a very safe working environment and it sounds like maybe that is spurred from experiences you've had where that like was (laughs) definitely not the case um but will you just tell us a little bit more about why that's so important to you and and you know why you want to make sure you're really treating your employees differently maybe than how you were treated when you were an intern and when you were coming up Yeah, absolutely. So I never, I was always Mm self-funded. So I didn't um, get money from, I I didn't get a loan or anything like that. So it took me a while to even get employees. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I finally did, yeah, I just, I I took my past and I realized what didn't work at those agencies and I wanted to change things. You know, I don't need my employees to be working all day, all night on weekends. I don't need to yell at them. I don't need to have them cash in their life for, you know, my agency. Mm -hmm. So it's huge for me that they're able to work. So we were remote, you know, just even backtracking, we were remote before the pandemic. I I was like, we're not doing an office. I don't want them to be eating lunch at their desk, you know, to live their lives. You know, if they have to walk their dog, at noon, or if they have appointments, or if they just aren't feeling well, I don't want them, I don't want to micromanage them and have them be in this jail cell of an office. So we never had an office, I wanted them to live their lives. I embody being, you know, being able to travel and work. And I teach them that because I want them to be cultured, I want them to travel the world. I don't want to say, hey, you have six sick days and two weeks of paid vacation. Oh my gosh. So old school, traditional. I'm saying take your laptop and travel the world, go where you need to, because all you need is your laptop and your phone. And I want you to live your life. If you do your work, you can end the day early. If you're not feeling well in the morning or you're tired, start at 11, as long as you're getting your work done for me. Yeah. Um, And I treat them well. You know, I, I have fun bonus incentives we had a fun one the other day, um, just to keep things like, you know, light and stuff. And I was like, if whoever gets X amount of collaborations this week, I'll buy you a Dyson Airwrap. Oh, wow. That's yeah. fun. <laughs> about them, And they're all, you know, Gen Z millennials. And I'm like, yeah. it's fun. I always want you to feel rewarded in your job. Right. And I want you to feel excited doing what you do. We work with influencers. It's so exciting and fun, yeah. you know, and if you travel, I'll, you know, um, have them come to LA and we'll have an event with our influencers and I'll get them like a house so we can all bond. And we are mm-hmm. family. It's not a traditional work experience. Mm-hmm. And my employees are just, they're my family. I would do anything for them. We have the best time, the best calls. They don't, you know, while they do treat me like a boss, like I am, with them. You know, I I don't have like a huge hierarchy in the company. Um, I'm like, you guys are all equal. You're all agents and managers. And, um, you know, on top of that, my interns, they do real life work experience. Mm -hmm. I give them work that I do because if they, you know, a lot of the time I hire for my intern pool, but if they leave this agency, I want them to have a skill set that they can bring to the next. So There's so many things that I've learned from being in fashion PR and working for other people that I wanted to change. We even have an agency book club, book of the month. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so cool. We do all the fun things. Wow. Never, you should never, 
you know, be excited for the weekend. I hate that. I was always excited mm-hmm. for the weekend. Yep. Now I'm like, I zinc talent is not a job. It's a lifestyle. You intertwine it in your life and you're able to do both. Wow. So. That's really cool. I'm like, now I want to come work for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sounds like um, just an incredible way to be. I mean, I think that it's so important to like, you know, as a boss, not just be like, well, I'm up here and you guys do all my work and I just sit up here and tell you what to do. Like, it sounds like you're really like kind of in in the things with them, in the weeds with them and that you're all like just keeping it fun. You're right, because um, I'm I'm an actor um, as well as many other things. And sometimes, you know, I'll call my mom or I'll be talking with a friend and I'll be just complaining or upset or stressed out about things. And and someone will remind me they'll be like, you know, like you're an actor, like you're you're you know it, it is hard work and it is important but like it's not brain surgery like you're like just keep it fun and light and like it doesn't have to be so serious and so stressful and so like you know you're getting to do what you love for a living that's a wonderful thing so i think um you know making work fun and like you said not just like living for the weekend all the time counting down till friday i think is a really incredible way to run a business and i think not enough people run their businesses that way so that's really really cool that you that you do it like that yeah yeah it shouldn't be i hate the word job and Mm. off and you know what i mean it's 2022 things are changing and i think that people should change their business models as well Mm. and you too it's like you know sometimes i think like we over stress or like you know what i mean we have to remind ourselves that you know, okay, let's just brush it off. Like it's fun and what's meant to be will be, Mm. you know, like that's a big thing to always remember, no matter where you are in life, like no matter what you do, you know, your destiny is your destiny. So just kind of go with the journey and enjoy it. Absolutely. Those are words to live by. I love that. (laughs) Um, So I feel like sometimes people have a certain perception or a certain view of influencers. And I, I've heard people say before, like, oh, gosh, another influencer. Oh, I'm just so sick of all these people. Why don't they get a real job? Well, I mean, just I'm sure you've heard it all. Um, <laughs> so what do you kind of wish more people knew about influencers or about, you know, influencer management and this whole kind of uh, section of the industry that is, is taking over now with influencer marketing. What do you wish more people knew? It's not easy. Mm. And it really is. You always, you have to constantly be evolving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, if you look at a reel or a TikTok, it, there's a lot of work that goes into that. Yeah, You know what I mean? Static images are a thing of the past. And now influencers, creators, they're creating beautifully done reels and video content and the partnerships. It's not like a fashion designer or brand just sends clothes and they're like, Hey, here's $5,000. Just post for me. Kay. No, yeah. <laughs> there's so much back end um, work that people just aren't even aware about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it just, even when I hire people, they're like, I had no idea that this it was like going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So when we work with a brand, you know, we have to show the influencers back end analytics. Mm. So 
if they don't have the highest story views or they don't have a high link clicks or um, their audience isn't correct, the brand will not work with them. So you always have to make sure that you're constantly growing and you're never dropping. So that's, you know, pretty stressful in itself. And then they have the brand will give us deliverables and guidelines. So Mm -hmm. the influencer doesn't necessarily have creative freedom. They're not like, oh, I'm just going to go to Europe and like, you know, take a shot in this beautiful dress. No, we have to actually follow the guidelines to a T. Every brand wants a certain type of photo and aesthetic and the caption has to be by their guidelines. So the influencer shoots according to what the brand wants, not what they want to shoot. And then we send it and sometimes it's back and forth edits and it goes up and then we measure the success and there's so much that goes on. And when you have a bunch of partnerships that you're juggling, Mm -hmm. it gets overwhelming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, And so I do think that if people are like, oh, influencers, you know, I I think it is a a sort of jealousy because I mean, the amount of money that they're getting and they are influential, they have a loyal following. It's not an easy way out or an easy job. It's Mm -hmm. just the future. It's the present and the future. People aren't putting marketing dollars behind advertisements anymore or magazines or online magazines. You know, this is just modern day advertising and it's going to consist, continue to evolve and change and people just have to be open to it, you know? Um, and all of these girls and guys, a lot of them have gone to college. A lot, a lot of them, you know, had jobs before and stuff, and Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work, you know, and constantly comparing themselves to others too. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. It's so saturated that these poor people are constantly looking at other creators, um, and just trying to be better. And I I think that is hard on, you know, your mental health. So Mm -hmm it's not what people think. And it is a lot of, a lot of hard work and a really a lot of hard work for us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Running everything behind the scenes. (laughs) Well, and I think it's hard too. And, and being an actor is, is like this in a way as well, but I think it's hard when of course these influencers are selling, you know, a product or a brand or, or something like that. But really at the end of the day, they're also having to kind of like sell themselves and their brand and their aesthetic and who they are as a creator to all of these brands for collaboration to their followers. And I just think it would be really hard to put yourself out there all the time and be like, it's me. Do you like it? Like, you know, I just think that would be very stressful. And like you said, hard on your mental health. I think it would be hard not to compare. Um, and it's just, again, like I know this from acting, it's hard to be like, okay, here is me in a little package with a bow check yes or no. And then hear no and be like, oh, well, it's not that, you know, they didn't like the product I was selling or that, that like, they don't like me. And that's really hard to swallow sometimes. So, um, I just, yeah, I think people definitely need to, to see things from a different perspective sometimes. Cause it's, I, I can't imagine being an influencer <laughs> or managing them. <laughs> real life, um, things too, you know, they have tragedy and, um, they lose and they have, you know, problems that come up, but if they don't work, they don't get paid. So that's another thing is they always need to show up for their followers or, you know, and the brands or the money doesn't come in. They don't get it. They don't have a day off, you know, they work through Sunday all day, every day. Um, but they, 
you know, have also found a way to juggle their life with their career. Yeah. And a lot of these influencers and creators are now fashion designers and um, entrepreneurs and they're um, creating things. And so it's such an interesting space that is just constantly evolving and just bringing, you know, I, I love following them and seeing the, the fashion and travel. And, you know, even when I travel, I'm like, okay, we, I saw this person right here. I think it's a huge help. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, gosh, I'm always jealous of all the travel that that they get to do because, you know, for the most part, I feel like you can post from anywhere within Mm -hmm. reason. And so, you know, I'm always jealous that they get to just, like you said, take their laptop and their phone and go wherever, maybe, maybe pack the ring light. Um, So that's definitely a perk, I feel like. But um, all right. Well, one question that we love to ask all of our guests, because, you know, obviously we bring people on here who inspire us and are doing things that we think are really incredible. And I'm sure people listening will feel the same way. Um, do you have any advice for anyone who might be listening, who might be wanting to start their own business, maybe who are wanting to be an influencer or who are just kind of looking to follow a similar career path as you? What advice would you give to them? If you want to start your own business, um, I I think that you really have to jump, but be cautious, like make sure that you can before you do, Mm -hmm. you know, you have a nine to five, but you have a vision of something that you want to start, you know, a dream, start that, but don't leave the nine to five until you're ready. Mm. educate yourself in the space, whatever it is, if you want to start an app, a business, an agency of, of some sort, or, uh, you know, clothing line, make sure that you know, your competitors know this space, know what's going on. You need to be an expert. I didn't get into the influencer space until I was an expert because Mm. of my past career. Um, And when you do make sure, you know, be scrappy, because if you aren't getting money, I had to be really scrappy in the beginning. I did everything myself. Um, I had my like friends, you know, shoot photos for the website. And I just like utilized my my friendships and yeah. sources. And I, you know, I drafted my own contracts. I just Googled. Google. Google's another <laughs> one. Utilize Google. Google's your best Amazing resource. <laughs> on Google. Yeah, true. <laughs> YouTube, Google. Yeah. Just, and, um, also get inspired, you know, um, find some entrepreneurs or business owners or other influencers that you're interested in and, you know, follow them and get inspired by their path and what they have going on and where they came from. And even maybe reach out to them and set up, you know, a coffee meeting. or zoom call, you know, a a lot of people reach out to me and, you know, ask if I mentor, want to chat. And Mm -hmm. I love chatting and telling my story and, and just getting them inspired and saying, you know what, you can do it, but obviously you need, you you need to have stability and, you know, money income. You can't just jump without that. Right. Yeah. Jump, but maybe with a safety net underneath you. (laughs) Um, High risk is high reward. Absolutely. That's true. And, you know, putting in the work is, is the way to get there. So I think that's great advice. 
Um, so moving on to what we call our rapid-ish fire section, because people panic if we just call it rapid fire. Um, we always ask our guests a couple of these questions, because of course this is the leading lady club. Um, so we love to ask our guests, what does being a leading lady mean to you in your life, career, a little of both, since you have managed to merge those two together so beautifully. Um, what does it mean to you to be a leading lady? A woman who leaps and inspires and does not rely on anyone else mm. and has a vision, a goal, and she goes for it and she influences others. And, you know, the world is her oyster. Oh, yes. Okay. Sound bite. <laughs> that was great. I love that. Um, well, knowing that that's kind of your definition of a leading lady, who are some of the leading ladies in your life? And I, I always tell people it can be people that you know personally or people that you just look up to. Um, but who are some of those leading ladies for you? Um, so my mom is such a leading lady for me. You know, growing up, she was always starting businesses and wanting to do her own thing. And I never understood it at a young age. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, you know what I mean? I was never inspired as a 13-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> but looking back, I have so much more appreciation for it. And I was like, okay, this is where I got it from. Yeah, absolutely. And, and she just always – she still to this day, so much drive wanting to just, you know, own shit and, you know, do her own thing. And I, I think that's awesome. And she doesn't, she never relied on anybody. She was yeah. like, if I want it, I'll get it. Heck yeah, mom. <laughs> love that. We love moms here. Um, so this is my favorite question to ask on the podcast, probably because it's a little chaotic. Um, but if you could throw a dinner party and invite three people living or dead, who would you invite? People always freak out over this one because they're like, it's too hard to pick. So I kind of love to see people freak out a little, I guess. <laughs> a little chaotic of me. It is. Um, and <laughs> you know what? You always you think of the people, but then you have to think of them together, which makes right. it hilarious. <laughs> which makes it really interesting. And I feel like it tells you a lot about someone, who they pick, especially like, you know, off the top of their head. You're like, okay, this, this reveals something about you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I would do... Britney Spears. Ooh, yes. And I would do Elon Musk. Oh, interesting. Okay. And Tony Robbins. <laughs> and it makes no sense, but I'm excited for it. <laughs> All mixed together. I feel like there would be a lot of interesting conversations around yeah. that table, though. Yeah. I would be very interested to uh, to hear the dinner dinner party chatter. Yeah. Um, Britney was is kind of like the oddball and everything. Yeah. But chat with her and if it's you know the only way is the dinner party then we, we gotta do it I love that. <laughs> yes Brittany oh my goodness all right well if you could collaborate with any influencer or I guess I should say any influencer or maybe any brand to do a collaboration with who would it be and why so an influencer that I would like to represent I a goal of mine is to really dive into a dive. That's just how I live my life. <laughs> dive into um, more 
you know, top celebrities. I think oh. like that is the next um, move for us is to working with more celebrities and the partnerships are totally different. Too, of course. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think that will be really fun for the agency. We always like to change things up and keep things exciting and um, work with new types of people. I love talent. I love, you know, fashion influencers. I love celebrities. So I would like to represent all of the above and the celebrity. I mean, I don't even know why I have this on my mind. I think because the trial or whatever, but you know, someone like old school and cool, like Johnny Depp, who just Mm -hmm. would not be interested in it, but like, you know, maybe we can pitch him an an idea, you know, like an old school celebrity who Mm -hmm. we really have to like talk into. Yeah, totally. Ooh, that's and it's cool. a huge challenge. <laughs> yeah. Like challenge accepted. I love that. That's very cool. That be fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's hoping. Fingers crossed that the celebrity market is is next. Um, so we always end our podcast interviews with the most silly, but you know, we're we're uh, millennials over here, so we love it. Uh, we always end with a BuzzFeed quiz that we have chosen based on our guests' career or just something that we know about our guests. Um, so I'm putting it in the chat if you want to. Some people like to follow along, but I'll also read everything aloud. Um, okay, so normally I have Lauren read the answer choices and I read the questions, but today I'll just do all of the above. Um, so this quiz is called... Take this quiz to find out which Instagram influencer prop matches your personality, which I thought was very specific and funny. Um, And the little like subtitle says, are you a selfie stick or a ring light? Which obviously is absurd, but I thought it was fun. And I also didn't want to make you take one that's like, you know, which influencer are you in case, you know, you like work with them. (laughs) You're like, yeah, you're like, I can't, I can't like pick between my clients that's weird um so anyway i thought this would be kind of silly and fun so the first question is if influencers are allowed to have one superpower what should it be make you read every book in your to be read pile before you buy more bless you with the power to draw even even eyeliner wings every time that would be a superpower make parents close the door while leaving your room without having to ask or make replying to emails as fun as devouring desserts what a life definitely the eyeliner the eyeliner I've right never been able to do that oh my ever. gosh even but without just- doing wings just like regular <laughs> eyeliner every day i'm like why is one eye better than the other i can't make them even ever so yeah looking like a panda oh my gosh i know and i'm like trying to wipe it off and then i'm running late and it's oh my gosh yeah i would totally pick that one um okay pick an animal who according to you will make for a perfect influencer ants for their patience i'm not sure i knew ants were patient but i love it (laughs) caterpillars for showing us how to adapt to changes dogs for teaching us how to love or tortoises for their self-sufficiency definitely dogs yeah. and always choose love you know oh, yeah <laughs> i love that plus it's like who doesn't love dogs i feel like they already are influencers because they're all over social media so and are influencers right too. exactly like some <laughs> literally are them, so. <laughs> yeah okay this one i definitely don't know a couple of these answer choices but that's okay um which beloved childhood cartoon character has great influencer potential which i think is kind of funny just like looking at the picture being like yes influencer um but the choices are naughty 
no idea who this is. He looks like a little elf and he's in a car. Not sure, but love it for him. Um, <laughs> Pingu, I'm really butchering this, I'm afraid. He's a little penguin and he's also waving. Um, Oswald, I remember Oswald, the octopus, and good old Bob the Builder. I'm gonna have to say Bob the Builder um, because I'm a millennial. So yes, so I you're like, I know this one. Yeah, <laughs> um, it hits home, and uh -huh. like Bob the Builder, he's building things and yeah. efficient and a go-getter. So absolutely, can he <laughs> sell it? Yes, he can. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I was really hoping you get the reference because I'm like, if not, that'll just be weird. Um, <laughs> Okay, suppose you are an influencer and can influence one thing out of existence. What will it be? Doom scrolling, alarms, Zoom meetings, or working Saturdays? So I stopped doing alarms and working Saturdays when I started my business. Good Those would be number one for me before. But yeah. Zoom meetings, if we can have a call, let's have a call. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't need to put on my my makeup for a quick five minute touch. Oh my me. gosh. A hundred percent. Yeah. Or I'm just like, can we like meet in person if at all possible? Yeah, exactly. Because um, <laughs> it's just so much nicer. But yes, agreed. Um, okay, pick your favorite social media platform, which may be hard because I'm sure you have like a hand in all of them and, and do work for all of them at different times. But what's your favorite? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or Twitter? Definitely Instagram. I love Inst Even when TikTok blew up, I'm still an Instagram girl. Um, I, just, I love it. I think it's the millennial in us. I think like Gen Z is full blown into TikTok and we're like desperately clinging on to Instagram. We're like, no, this is our social media platform. Yeah. I'm like, I can't juggle too many no. and Instagram has it all. So I just, and it's easy for me. Yep. I know it well. Um, yeah, I just love Instagram. That's my number one for sure. Completely agree. Okay, finally, now this one may be hard because I don't know if you know any of them or have worked with any of them, but finally, pick your favorite influencer. And I am lame, so I don't know who these people are. So I'm going to try to pronounce their names right. Um, Bretman Rock, Stephanie Yaboa, I think, Dolly Singh, or Sherry Shroff. Definitely Bretman Rock. I mean, she okay. just has it going on. Okay. Cool style. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, I love that. Go, Bretman. <laughs> All right. And the answer is oh, you got selfie stick. It says you extend yourself just so others don't have to. You make days worth looking back at. Wherever you go, you spread smiles and bring faces together. Kudos on being you. That's so lovely. I love that. Wow. What, like, who would have guessed that that would be the description for a selfie stick? Yeah. Um, I mean, the I, ring light. Now I can't imagine what the ring light is. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I want to retake it and get, the, get that answer. Maybe that's like, you make people glow. Um, wow. Okay. Look at that. There we go. I feel like that's true just from our interview together that you definitely uh, have brought a smile to my face. And it sounds like you're a very hard worker. So I definitely believe that you extend yourself for others. So very on brand. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love it. Well, Samantha, this has been so much fun. I I am just so honored that you uh, came to talk with us. And I just had so much fun hearing your story, getting some great advice. Um, and this has just been lovely. Thank you for being here.
Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. It was so, so fun and easy to chat with you and I hope we get to do it again. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Um, will you tell everyone where they can find, follow and support you or Zinc Talent or whatever you would like for people to follow? Yeah, so you can follow Zinc Talent at Zinc Talent. <laughs> nice and easy. <laughs> We're on Instagram and TikTok. And then my Instagram is Samantha Zinkovich, Z I N K O V I C H. Um, but yeah, definitely follow me, DM me, message me. I always love chatting with people. So definitely give me a follow. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, definitely go check her out and Zinc Talent. And uh, we can tag those on our Instagram as well in case you missed it. All right. Well, I hope we get to talk again soon, Samantha. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye. Oh my goodness, Samantha is so cool. I'm so glad that I got to talk to her and just learn from her and hear all about her journey with creating her business. And she just was really inspiring and motivational to talk to. I really felt like I wanted to go like take over the world <laughs> after talking with her. Uh, talk about leading lady, girl, boss. I just, it was really cool. I wish you could have been there with us, Lauren. Um, but alas, Lauren was traveling around Europe at the time. So, you know, we'll allow it. We definitely missed you. So, um, all right, everyone. I think that just about does it for us today. So, Lauren, would you like to tell the people where they can find, follow, and support us? Yes, you can follow us on Instagram at Leading Lady Club. You can also find us on our website at leadingladyclub.com. We put all of our podcast episodes there, as well as anywhere else you listen to podcasts, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and all those other ones. Uh, you can subscribe to us everywhere. You can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review to tell us how wonderful and beautiful we think we are. And next week, folks, it's the last one, the last hurrah of season two. Yeah, we got one more for you. And if you listen to season one, you'll know we've got bloopers. Um, we're very excited because we love laughing at ourselves and just acknowledging what idiots we are. So uh, if you like... We are idiots. We are idiots. Man, are we grade A oh idiots. God. I mean, we're very intelligent, bright young women. But also... Women. Ready no thoughts um yeah but no we're we're dumb so we can't wait for everyone to laugh at us with us and it's just gonna be a great time we mess up all the time so we've got lots of good bloopers content for you and of course we'll do a little a little re- recap re uh reflect almost said refresh that's not <laughs> what we're doing not that'll quite. be season three we'll refresh and go. then we'll have a season three um but have a little a little reflection on the past season the past two seasons um and looking forward to the future for season three i cannot believe Ooh. it sometimes it feels like we started this podcast yesterday so the fact that we're already talking about a season three is crazy okay. absolutely okay. crazy so anyway thank you all for those of you who stick with us listen to all of our episodes, follow along, support us, and especially stick with us when we take somewhat unexpected breaks sometimes. We really appreciate you and love you so much. Um, So with all that being said, we hope you come back right here again next week. And uh, until then, bye. Yay.